everybody, Beth Wee in the Koinonia Kitchen, and we're going to talk about drawing the line, you know, because I've been thinking about boundaries lately. I love when somebody says, I stop here, and then there's a space, and then you start there. It's spatial relations, really. <laughs> but in my head, there can still be crossovers. I want to help, or I want to, I want to assist, or I need you to do this with me, or whatever it is. So why do I want to lend a hand when nobody is asking me for help? Why do I find myself saying yes when my tired, weary body is screaming no? Why do I think I can fix a problem and sweep it under the carpet like it never happened, thereby removing any growth opportunity for the person with the problem? And yes, it can be me. How about this question? Why am I loyal to people and institutions that treat me poorly? Why does it feel better when someone else compliments me than when I recognize that I did a good job on my own? Do you have any of those questions circling in your head or showing up in your life? Because when I try to understand and unravel these enigmas, I need to find the driving mechanism behind the question. Usually, I'm motivated by one of the three instinctive needs that every human being has. I'm not that different. They're called the three S's, sex, security, and society. Whether I'm conscious of them or not, I'm always working to get one of these needs met. They're innate. They're gifts from the Creator. He wanted me to have a full and rich life. Yet, in the pendulum swing of my life, it can go pretty wide. And I can find myself going to extreme lengths in my quest to satisfy one of these drives. When I'm out of balance, these needs cannot be extinguished without a struggle. I get, in, you know, I get kind of accustomed to being out of balance and it becomes a rampage and my boundaries start to blur. I'll give you a few examples of how these instinctive drives can work to my detriment. Maybe you'll identify. We'll have to see. God gave me the social instinct so that I would live well in community and experience the sense of belonging that comes with fellowship and brotherhood and family and, and a love relationship. Unfortunately, when the social instinct gets off track, it will tell me to look to a false god to find esteem. I've nicknamed that false god Goopt, <laughs> and I rebuke it regularly. I don't want to fall in line with the demands of the god Goopt. Why Goopt? It stands for the god of what other people think. It's a vicious god because it steals my freedom to be who I was created to be, and uh, it tries to trick me into living my life based on pleasing another person instead of doing what 
the next right thing for me to do is. In this struggle, I can lose my authentic self. I lose authenticity. And with it, I lose the clarity of my boundaries. I want to please somebody else instead of doing what God's called me to do in the relationship. Does this make sense to you? Have you ever been there? That's the social instinct. When the social instinct's off, it usually shows me when I'm in relationship with other people. I have a place in those relationships, but I have to be careful to stay on my side of the street. People don't need me running over to put their garbage cans away for them. That's their job. Do you get it? You know, God also gave me the security instinct to grant peace of mind that comes when I feel safe. But when my security instinct gets out of whack, I worry about finances or feelings. I leave the present moment to review past errors or to contemplate future fiascos. When my security instinct is whacked, I leave the now moment, the the place where God lives. He said, my name is I am. He lives right now. When I go back to before or I try to jump into next week, I lose that safety of being next to God too. It's always about money and feelings with the security instinct. Do I have enough? Will there be enough? Am I enough? Worse, will I ever measure up? Uh, You know, in response to these instinctive drives, I start patterns of behavior to ensure my survival. So it gets kind of cyclical, and I do the same thing over and over, hoping to feel safe. They're like default settings that I don't consciously choose. One of my go-to patterns is to be loyal to those who haven't earned it. Maybe they lighten my financial load, but it's usually at an emotional cost. Maybe they want me to feel and behave a certain way, so they inflict shame until I fall in line. I follow through to ensure position. And that position masquerades as security, even though it's robbing me of my true self. Are you following along with me? I hope so. Because when I'm in that place, I don't even know what a boundary is. They're not even on my mind. The warped quest for security has swallowed my ability to create a boundary. And I strive to feel safe emotionally and fiscally. How about you? Did you ever forget to ring something up at the grocery store? Did that really make you secure financially? Or did it change who you are in your inner being? Did you think yourself a thief? You know what I'm talking about. It's funny. The the innate need to feel safe can affect my moral high ground. And if I lower those standards to feel safe, I move away from safety because I move away from who I really am. You know, clearly fear is sometimes running the show. 
I get afraid that these instinctive needs won't be satisfied, and then boundaries get blurred or erased completely. I can lose sight of what I really believe and follow along hoping to arrive at fulfillment. And then the cycle just repeats, and I lose track of where I end and where other people start, and I start trying to control outcomes, and those outcomes are none of my business. I'll take risks. I'll put my priorities on the back burner to accomplish what promises immediate gratification. You know, it's insanity, but this insanity can happen in a second, like pulling the trigger on a gun. In a moment, my aim is so distorted and I'm shooting at someone else's target, trying to hit the bullseye on mine. If you're identifying with what I'm talking about, that's a good thing because awareness is the beginning of healing. When I couldn't see the blurry lines on my boundaries, I didn't even know why I was struggling. I accepted mayhem as a way of life. Once I understood my instinctive needs and how they can drive me, I was able to begin the work of restoration. Today, I can recognize the distortion and go to God and ask for a return to balance. When I'm balanced, my boundaries are clear and I move away from being a witness in my life to the creator of my life. Which do you want to be? Think about it. It's very simple, but it takes awareness. It's time to take addiction out of the shadows and shine the encouraging light of recovery on everyone affected. Good Seed Podcast is powered by BethWE.com, a nonprofit ministry based in Vero Beach, Florida. We'll start the uncomfortable conversations that turn despair into hope and complacency into action. Connect, communicate, and thrive with us. Check us out online at BethWE.com. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk again soon.